Hey, Danielle. Hey, Abby. How's How it going? You? <laughs> well, you know, I'm doing okay. You know. <laughs> How are you? Oh, we're doing so good. Uh, I think we both have already <laughs> said at length that we, like, we are nervous when we start these episodes because obviously we're so new at this and yet it's so much fun but I think this episode and this topic in general I think there just comes an extra layer a little bit more weight to it exactly and I think like just in general like sometimes it's it's interesting to be like vulnerable and it's interesting <laughs> to be vulnerable to all sorts of people even though I'm just talking to you you know so I think I think hopefully this will be a good one if it's not It'll be great for us. It'll be great for us. Uh, So yeah, what, what are we talking about? Um, I mean, Danielle and I, I mean, it's, it's a running joke and yet there is also some seriousness and vulnerability in it, right? That, you know, we, we actually relate with each other around quote unquote daddy issues. And I don't think, actually, I know we're not the only ones who struggle uh, with that or have had maybe, what do you call it? Unconventional parenting or father figures, parent figures, guardians. Um, And we just wanted to talk more at length and hopefully other people would resonate with us too. Exactly. And I mean, I think in general, like the greatest thing about like our stories is that we grew up having like these phenomenal mothers and they helped us really pave the path to kind of who we are today. And also we have a lot of other really, really great family members and friends in our life that have also helped us get to where we are too. So I think this was just a really special episode for us to kind of have that moment to really think about that and just kind of resonate with it and see and talk about where we are now and talk about where we've been and just kind of, you know, how that kind of keeps us going. Yeah. Don't, don't get it. Don't get us wrong. Right. We are very thankful. I think we both uh, are very grateful for a lot of things in our childhood. Right. Like Danielle just mentioned, we both grew up with amazing mom and definitely female figures in our life. Um, And maybe like other, uh, other quote unquote dad figures or father figures, male (laughs) figures in our lives. And by no means do we want to act like we're bashing maybe the the biological fathers (laughs) that Mm -hmm. we were dealt with in this life we can't speak for them but still maybe share uh a little bit of our story our experience what we've learned what yeah looking back has been interesting I mean we're now both in our 30s and processing much more uh, versus like living maybe in fight or flight mode right Exactly. And I think it's, um, we're also in a really interesting season now too, where we get to see a lot of our friends like become fathers too. And I mean, I know that seeing that is so magical, you know, on such a different level as well. So I think that this is a great podcast episode for, you know, just even the fathers now, you know, that are out there that can kind of think like, you're doing great. Just keep moving. Like you got this, you know? Yeah. Yeah also like I mean where do we start right Right. where do we start I mean I I think first bringing it back before we go way back right and yeah each of us feels open to share as much or as little as we want like we're giving us both some grace and space for that um but I think what I want to start with is honestly I connected with Danielle in college 
so much just for the fact that with our heart to hearts, right? We, we talked about that in one of our first episodes that we have lots of heart to hearts, but with those conversations, we learned, Hey, like my life was like that too. I had a single mom. Oh, you had a single mom. Of course we both had like maybe vastly different other experiences, but there were many similarities in how our dad showed up that I, I mean, instantly, I think that's what first connected Danielle and Abby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's like, it is a very interesting connection. Cause I mean, it's, you know, it's a weird club that you like, don't know that you yeah. want to be in, but you're in, you know, so it's a very strange thing, but it's really great to share like a common bond with someone about something like that, especially if maybe a lot of other people in your life do have a lot of traditional families and didn't really necessarily experience that with you. So it's, it's really great to connect with people that also share kind of some of the same things that happened or just kind of their same experiences in different ways. And I think that that's like really special and great. Yeah. And what you said about it being like a special club, I mean, that's so true because I mean, when you grow up, you don't know like your life is different or is just different from other people until someone else points it out to you. Like mm -hmm. growing up with a single mom, a powerful, like badass woman, right? Like it, that's what I knew. I knew I had my mom and I knew that my grandma and grandpa were two houses down the, down the street. Right. Like, so I had like a father figure in my grandpa growing up um, and I had a dad but I just knew he didn't live with us. And it, it didn't really dawn on me that that was different until I have actually a very clear memory. And it's so sad, but I have a very clear memory in elementary school of another girl calling me a bastard. And I had no idea what that meant. And again, I grew up with a single mom, but I was born out of wedlock. My parents were dating when they had me. And Again, also growing up Catholic, that was also another just kind of added layer to our story that I think could have brought shame, but my, my mom was, nope, like I, I love this, <laughs> love this child. Like we are in it to win it. Um, but it definitely, yeah. Learning like, again, growing up Catholic <laughs> that traditionally like you get married and then have children, like you don't have children out of wedlock like there, I think was some sense of that. My whole existence was wrong, um, for a while. So <laughs> that's where my story starts. Right. And that's even before I process how I feel about my dad, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and Danielle and I actually talked a few weeks ago, kind of on the same topic. And I did not realize like it was very similar for you and your, your parents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And like mine, the one thing that was a little bit different is the fact that like my mom and dad get, did get married, but their timeline was a little interesting and, you know, they met, they enjoyed each other, like life was happening and then they got married and then they had me. So I was kind of an accident but like I don't really know a lot of the grave details in the middle um but my aunt and my mom really knew that you know I was going to be their I was going to be the person that was in their life you know like mm -hmm. I was going to move on like this is it didn't matter like what my dad was doing but, like this is how Danielle was in the world you know and I think um 
that's also very interesting too because kind of to Abby's point like I also didn't think anything different about that you know my family never made it seem like oh yeah your dad's just not in the picture like it was never that like my mom didn't say those things to me regularly like it wasn't you know a, a very large topic all the time where it was like oh yeah where's Danielle's dad or anything there wasn't anything like that so I I did feel a lot of love in that sense mm-hmm. and I didn't feel a lot of I, I felt a loss of his presence not being there, but not from my family members making me feel uncomfortable about it. Like they let me feel yeah. what I needed to feel about it, if that makes sense. Um, and I know sometimes um, children don't really have that luxury sometimes because, you know, some parents are very upset about different things that have happened and, you know, they kind of imprint that onto their children sometimes and that causes a lot more issues later on in life. But, um, so I was very thankful to not have that happen, but, um, but I did just kind of like Abby said, like, I have a very vivid memory as well about when I realized like, oh man, like, yeah, you're right. Like my dad doesn't really come along all the time. Um, we had kind of like a, I don't even know what it was. It was just kind of like a father daughter, like basketball game kind of thing that happened at our school. And I don't even think it was, it was like a free throw contest or something where you like win money. It was kind of around that era when you do like magazine sales and stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. always a time when I jump for heart and like always those things. And so, yes. yeah. And so it was kind of like, oh, okay, bring your dad to like shoot free throws. And I was like, all right, well, um, I don't think I'm going to really be doing that. So the great thing was, is I had my uncle, you know, my uncle was like one of the largest father figures for me and he was able to kind of step into those de facto roles, but it definitely, I didn't realize anything of it. Just like Abby said, until other people kind of pointed out where it was put in front of me, where it was kind of like, okay, you need to, you need to have a father present for this moment or, you know, someone saying like, oh, what are you going to do for father's day or something of that nature? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just normalized that a quote unquote normal family had a mom and a dad. And I mean, I had a dad, but he didn't, he wasn't living with me. And I Mm -hmm. would very rarely see him maybe like on birthdays and holidays, but it was always us going to visit. And it was a trek, like driving a few hours. And it just always, I felt like was this big event and I was always I always felt really mixed about going because like yeah he's my dad but I don't really know him and like Mm -hmm. I kind of know my grandparents on that side but it yeah it just it wasn't the same as you know my maternal grandparents were two house I could walk to their house every day um and yeah I I I can't even really think growing up like definitely now I know a lot more like unconventional families blended families divorced families I feel like that's more common or I just maybe (laughs) I am in community (laughs) or company with other people who share that Mm -hmm. but growing up I felt like all of my friends had a mom and a dad like I didn't even really ever remember like or I didn't really know any people or I didn't know at the time who were maybe in like uh, a a gay marriage or same sex parents. Right. It was again, Catholic elementary school. So majority white uh, yeah. Moms, dads. And, and it was just me. Yeah. So father, daughter, I don't know if we ever did father, daughter dances, but I knew like the public school did Mm -hmm. or it it just, yeah. I felt like there was always like this little piece missing 
And, and like I said, in a few episodes back, like doing some EMDR therapy actually on a, a particular moment that I remember asking my mom, like, why doesn't my dad love me? Cause like he wouldn't come to visit. And I mean, I just give my mom so much, uh, strength and compassion because she also never like bad mouthed my dad. Like she let me come up with, Same. Mm-hmm. right. Let, let yeah. me come up with my own emotions and feelings about it. Mm-hmm. I do think, and <laughs> my, I love, I love my mom and I love my family to death, but it is definitely Irish Catholic, like Eh, just like swipe your feelings under the rug and don't talk about it. So I wish we would have talked about the feelings more, but it was just like, yeah, this sucks. Let's move on kind of a deal. Um, which is just, I mean, you know, learned it's, it's a learned experience, but yeah, I, I do remember that. Like, and my mom ended up just not telling me when my dad was going to come visit because it was oftentimes he wouldn't show. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, when he like no showed after a while, uh, my mom just stopped telling me. So it would be a surprise. Um, and I think like how creative of her (laughs) to, you know, like to try and take care of my feelings that way. Um, yeah, she just, I commend her for not like talking negatively about him and just letting me come up with my own. I mean, of course there was anger, frustration later on, but, (laughs) yeah. um, but yeah, it's it's just really interesting, like looking back and trying to, you know, like take care of my inner child, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, what did I need in that moment? Um, Cause yeah, like I, I hear all my friends talking about like, oh my gosh, I'm a daddy's girl. I love my dad. A, a daughter needs her father. And it's like, uh, then what does that mean <laughs> for yeah, me? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think for me, it was, um, I, since, I mean, I was in sports, like basically all of, all through middle school, high school, parts of college, like sports and dance. And like, I did acting stuff and stuff like that too. And I had a lot of these weird moments where as much as I was so happy and excited that I had this like full support system. I mean, it was a full court press, you know, like the Turner Hill clan was like ready. Like they were there, they were cheering, they had their, they had their signs, they had their fire ups, the whole nine yards, but there's still those small little pieces where I was like, is my dad going to show up? You know, like yeah. I asked him to come, like, he's going to be there. And like, it took me a while of, of my years going on to really be like, okay, I mean, he's not coming. It's fine. You know, like, and there's times when my uncle Cedric which was his brother would come sometimes too and I'm like okay like all right I guess I guess this works you know what I mean like I guess it's a good substitute but I I did always have kind of those random moments where I was just like all right yeah he's gonna show up he's gonna he's gonna be there he's gonna be there this day and you know kind of like to you Abby like those those feelings are just very interesting to get to because like you it's so great again like to your point like your mother not saying to you about it after a while and like kind of the same thing with my family was kind of like oh you know you know how your dad is like oh yeah you know yes like, it's, it's fine oh, that's your was, dad abby mm-hmm. yeah i was just like okay but like he still didn't show up like i don't know and it's and, oh, yeah. yeah i was so conflicted especially middle school right because that's when you know you're starting to gain some independence and kind of getting the more you're just getting more in the know. Um, and I think that is when like, I started having more open conversations with my mom about like, there, there's something off like with, 
this relationship with him and my mom, she never bad mouth, like I said, but did finally go into maybe a little bit more of a story about his own mental health, drug addiction, like kind of the whole, and I, I won't get into all that, but the story of why they separated. Um, and again, my mom being a strong, independent woman, like raising, she was pregnant and, uh, well, she had me and then raised me on her own, but like, that's, again, I talked how stressful it was a few episodes ago being a new mom. Like I can't imagine like relocating, becoming a single mom yeah. <laughs> in, in mm-hmm. all of that piece too. Um, but yeah, in middle school, I remember it like this conflicting. Okay. Like I don't want my dad, like that defense mechanism. I don't want him to be a part of my life. Then if he doesn't want to be a part. Mm-hmm. And again, it was also similar, a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, we were playing and I just remember him walking in and my dad is very, just an interesting dresser. He, he dressed very, um, just very casual. That's how I'll describe it. Very casual to my college graduation that he then left early. Like that was a whole thing. Um, but when he came to my basketball game in like seventh grade, I, I didn't know he was there until one of my friends was like, is that your dad? Like kind of judgmental. And he was like in this like weird orange jumpsuit thing. Like it looked like he'd escaped from prison. (laughs) And I was like, to my knowledge, he was never in prison, but you you don't even know at this point. You look like a silly dude with long, like he looked like a hippie and (laughs) like, I'm all about the hippie life. Don't get me wrong. But in seventh grade, you want to fit in and everyone mm-hmm. else's dads are like lawyers or doctors mm-hmm. or this. And then here comes my dad looking like, just looking very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. just, it just didn't fit the, it didn't fit the maybe narrative. I wanted people to think of who my dad was. And it was like embarrassing almost. And like right. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud, but <laughs> Yeah, gonna be an embarrassed of like, yeah, that conflicting. I want my dad here, or I want a dad here. Yeah, and then he's here. It's like, oh, okay, no, I, I, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think um, that just goes hand in hand with just like, you know, I think after a while, like you start creating like a narrative of what you want your dad to be. You know, like if they're not gonna be there, you start thinking like, okay, like. My dad's not here, but that'd be great if he was here and this could happen and this could, you know, and you start kind of like daydreaming maybe about what you think life is. And then as soon as they show up and it's like, you're kind of creating an expectation, which, you know, in all reality, that also sucks. You know what I mean? That like Mm -hmm. sucks for your father to know that you have all these expectations of them, but you can't help it because that's all you know, you know, like that's all you can do as a child is dream and hope that like they can be that father that you thought in your head, but then you're also like, wait, what's going on here? You know? And yeah. Cause yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh no. You you were saying what you're saying. (laughs) Well, no, I was just gonna say like, yeah, all my friends is dads, or even if they had stepdads, right. As I got older, like, I just remember like having laughing inside jokes. Like, again, I grew up in a small town where I would go over to my friend's house. I didn't have to ring the door. Like I could walk in, like I lived there just because that was the culture mm-hmm. uh, in Perry, Iowa. And I would walk in and like my friend's dad would be there and cracking jokes. Like, and it's just like, man, like I wish I had that. And again, my 
now stepdad came to the picture when I was in middle school and, and yet he's, he, I love him to death, but because I was already so, so much older, like I, I don't call him dad. Like I say stepdad to other people because it's much easier than at the time it was my mom's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Like just, I was like, oh yeah, he's like my stepdad. Um, but he is like the father figure. He's the grandfather figure to, uh, to Eli. But I think because I was already in that like weird post puberty stage, like, yeah, I've already kind of created this identity. Like I have a single mom, uh, and like my dad is something like we have a weird estranged relationship, but yeah, it, that's always been a weird dynamic. Like it's always been a void and no one can really fill it. And probably the, probably the closest person who could fill that was my, my late grandpa. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so that, I mean, that did suck when he officially passed. Cause that he was the father figure from day one. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I a hundred thousand percent resonate that with that, because I would say that's definitely my uncle, you know, my, mm-hmm. my uncle was the one who like, I don't know, he was obsessed with sports. So like when I was in sports, he like helped me do all the sports. He talked to me about all sorts of shenanigans like he he loved Mason City I mean he went to Iowa State like all these things so I mean he was definitely like always there um uh, when my mom passed like he was with me like at the house afterwards like everything like that so my uncle was definitely I mean he was my roommate like three different times throughout my life like I mean he was definitely like my fault like okay Uncle Clarence come to live with you now like something crazy just happened in my life like or he moved me like all over the world and like drove me all the way to New York when I decided to be a camp counselor so I mean definitely was this amazing father figure to me so I wholeheartedly can resonate with that in the sense that like it's 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 hard to have those moments to know that like you have a father that's there and like Mm -hmm. they're 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 trying at certain times and you're trying your best to like open your heart but then it's like ugh, like I don't know what to do here but then you have another person who's in your life where you're like okay but they're they're checking all they're doing all the things where they're checking all the boxes like it's fine like I'll just, I'll just keep my father over here and then we'll just kind of deal with things that come and go. And that's, that's difficult, you know, like, that's just a thing. It's hard. And then that's hard to articulate to people too. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's another huge part of it, you know, like kind of how we're, how we're saying, like, we grew up in these non-traditional families. And sometimes that is kind of difficult to explain, like, the relationship that you don't have with the parent or or a relationship that you have with a parent that's like there but you don't really understand it sometimes you know like yeah yeah I remember every year uh well when I was young my mom joked she's like I get the best father's day father's day gifts because she would like gift herself something for like a joke but as as I got older like that was the joke it's like the best mom around who did like double duty. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And well, first going back, like when you were talking about your uncle, like, I feel like that would have been a perfect sitcom one, like Clarence and Danielle (laughs) take on the world. What (laughs) are they going to get into now? Basically. Yeah. (laughs) Uncle Clarence was a a crazy man. (laughs) But yeah, you said like, it's really hard to explain to people. And like, again, we can talk at length, like media, right? Like what is considered a normal family, but it's really hard to explain 
like, I think there's like this clear cut line of like, okay, a mom and a dad who are married and have kids, right? Like, okay, there's one family. Or then there's a family where it's a single parent and the other parent is never around. Mm -hmm. But like, how do you explain the single parent? But you have this, this, the, here's the right word for enigma, right? Like here's here's enigma. The word comes back. Here's a person who's kind of there, but not really. And you're as a kid and teen and then adult, young adult, trying to figure out like, what is this relationship? Like, cause I also felt really guilty. Oh yeah. Ever, oh, ever yes. like complaining about it. Or like, I didn't know if my feelings were valid. Cause I'm like, well, I, I do have a dad. So like, I guess I should be grateful. Cause he sends money every month. Mm-hmm. Um, or I should be grateful because he'll call every once in a while. Like, it's not like he, like you hear about like parents who just up and leave and never talk to their kids and again, kids again. I mean, I will go spurts without talking or hearing from my dad, but like once a year it might be, <laughs> might yeah. be now uh, a more um, typical thing. And it's pretty off and on when I do hear from him, but yeah, I always felt like, Ooh, should I like not complain about this? Or is this not something that's valid enough to mm-hmm. feel some type of way about. Yeah. I felt like I had a lot of issues where like I would get a text from him or something and I would read it and I'd be like, okay. And I'd process it. And then I was like, all right. Yeah. So my dad just texted me. And then I'd be thinking like, all right, well, my dad did just text me. Like I I need to respond. Like, I can't like not respond to this. Like, this is my dad. Like I need to like, there's something that I need to do with this information. And then there'd be moments when I was just like, am I being a bad daughter? Because I'm just like, not calling him back or maybe I'm just being this huge jerk because I'm just like I'm putting up this wall and I'm not trying to like talk to him like I don't know and it was I like used to go back and forth a lot with that where I was like okay well I don't really know what our relationship is so I'm just like kind of stuck you know like it's just and it's 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 a weird spot to be in because you're just kind of like all right well I have a dad he's there he's there he's there for me I know because he's saying these things but then at the same time I'm like but I just don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I believe it. Like, I don't know if I should, if I should let myself go there, you know, because then you're, cause then as you get older, you start to like protect yourself, you know, like right. you start to get to that level where you're kind of like, okay, well, this has happened before. Like we've, we've went down this road and it's just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's easier to be angry than to actually be sad about it or feel like abandoned or mm-hmm. feel like it's easier to have that defense up. So then it's like, oh, yep, I expected that. Like I'm prepared versus like having some vulnerability and then being let down again and then blaming yourself for it. Like, why did I? Right. <laughs> like I, right. I know the themes, right? Yeah. And as a kid, I, I apparently <laughs> internalized mm-hmm. that him being absent meant like something was wrong with me. I did something wrong or yeah. I wasn't good enough la 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 30 years later realizing wow that narrative has played out in a lot (laughs) of Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. in a lot of areas of my life uh which is crazy I'm like how have I let I told my therapist how have I let this dude live rent free in my brain Mm -hmm. for decades yeah because he what that's even the sad part is like it's not like he's outright like a bad guy like 
saying hateful things to me. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's the thing. He is so oblivious to the fact that he is not a good dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things that you hear from him. You're like, I get the same thing, except my dad, I don't think would know how to text if <laughs> anyone taught him. But yeah, if I hear from him, it's, yeah, it sucks that we feel guilt. Right. right. Because I know he doesn't feel mm-hmm. guilt. Yeah. Or maybe I guess I don't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the part that I think that's the part that gets me sometimes is because I'm like, I, I start to feel really bad because I'm like, okay, like if I'm feeling really shitty right now, he's got to be feeling shitty right now. But then I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. he's not. And then I'm like, but like, how, how would he not feel shitty if, if he's, if he's not feeling shitty, that means he doesn't care. And like, oh my God, he doesn't care. And then it creates like a spiral where it's like, oh, whoa, like <laughs> keep it in check here, you know? But that is unfortunately things that I have to think about and be like very cognizant about when that's happening, you know? And I mean, thankfully I've had like you and I've had some other people in my life that I've been able to like talk more freely about when those situations happen or like when I get a text message or when, you know, like something of that nature um, that kind of like throws it into a weird, weird moment, you know, but it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's weird. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> nodding aggressively, right? Yeah, now, exactly. Agreeing with everything you've said. I mean, there is a point in time and this is where I, this is where the guilt came in, but also I was just like, I don't know what to feel about this. It's like, there's points in time where I was like, oh yeah, you know, I had a dad and he went out for milk and never came back. Ha, ha, ha. But I like literally was just like deflecting from all of it and just saying that, but that's not true. Like whatsoever. That's not true. <laughs> but I just would say that because I was just like, <laughs> I know because like if someone asked, because I was just like, well, this is what I'm going to say. Like, it's not real, but I was just like, well, this is going to say, cause it's like, it's, it made people laugh and it didn't make me feel like crap, you know, like, and, but it's not true. Right. <laughs> Humor makes us feel better. So mm-hmm. why not be ahead of the punch and mm-hmm. do it? Well, what's kind of, I mean, funny, not funny I mean, that you yeah, say that. Like, is I that... mean, that's like not really funny. But it's it's <laughs> well, out there. <laughs> well, and I wasn't alive for it, but my mom said like when she was pregnant with me, she also had a broken leg oh, at the God. time. Like, can you imagine like seven months pregnant with a broken ankle? My bad. Broken oh, wow. ankle. So like stuck at home. But when you said that, so apparently there is a story. My dad said, hey, I'm going to go grab the mail. I'll be right back. And he was gone for hours. See? Okay. Like I just. <laughs> a horrible thing to say, but I mean. Horrible. <laughs> about it is it's like a bad like both of those things are bad because like it happened to you in real life and I'm just fucking sitting here being like yeah I'm gonna say this is well, joke. Me. this is second it happened to my mother so yeah, yeah. okay second second hand but yeah uh <laughs> yeah really morbid sense of humor sometimes <laughs> But that's a coping skill right of people who've gone through trauma yeah. like <laughs> you 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 cope in ways that feel good and being funny feels better well thanks well thanks for that (laughs) I I hope I did not take offense to that I hope no no. I'm I'm fine (laughs) it's fine everything's fine we're good we're good we're good (laughs) roll the tape back no I'm kidding anyway (laughs) um so I was laughing. It's not a, another non-laughing matter. Um, but when I was saying that it's it's difficult to 
um, because Abby and I have went through all these things and had this like different ways that we've overcome a lot of these issues and you know we've been able to think ahead and like be a lot stronger in it is you know again from the friend perspective I mean like we said we've had a lot of friends that have very traditional relationships with their family members and all of that and I mean we even had a joint problem one time uh, where we got very didn't know we were going here didn't know yeah, we were I, mean, going here. I mean we're not going to say anything specific but I mean like we, we had a hard I don't um it was a yeah. very hard interaction yes yeah. we had a very hard interaction with a couple of our friends um regarding their own struggles with parenting and like our struggles with parenting and you never I mean their feelings were valid our feelings are valid but it was definitely like a very hard conversation slash kind of like you don't see us kind of thing um just because the way it was perceived was very much like well we don't have daddy issues so have a good life kind of thing um and it wasn't meant to be like that I'm sure but it was definitely not a great moment, but I think also that comes with time. I mean, maybe at that time we took more offense to things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I think like everything comes with time, you know? Well, and I think too, we were talking about this earlier and at length that I think people are usually surprised to hear that Danielle and I have like had daddy issues like are surprised to hear that because I mean from the outside in you would assume both of us are very well adjusted individuals and there's that stereotype like oh if you grow up in a single family home you're more at risk for xyz and I think yeah people maybe assume like oh you're over exaggerating or oh it couldn't have been that bad Mm -hmm. um and yeah I think in that moment we probably felt just really invalidated like oh Hey, that comment went a little far and we probably didn't feel heard. And then it was just like, revert back to our little kid selves. Oh, oh. and then alcohol also played a part in, into that story. So we were sensitive on all numbers of ends, but yeah, I, yeah. And I mean, I also, I also think too, like, kind of to your point I think also I know for me like I had a lot of times in my life where it's like fine if I'm not gonna have this you know quote-unquote traditional life like it's fine because I'm gonna I'm going to do what I can you know like I'm gonna I'm gonna do these things and say I'm gonna do this because I didn't need this or I overcame this and all those things and I mean I do think that like plays a huge part and a lot of like the drive that I have, because there are a lot of times where I'm kind of like, it's fine. Like I, it's okay that this didn't go my way, or it's okay that like, I didn't grow up this way. Like I'm going to try to figure it out anyway, or I'm going to push through it. And I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that I'm great at doing this, or I'm going to, I'm going to push through and do this. And like, that's also my way of being like, you know what, like I, I can have a great life. Like, even though there's really crappy things that happened in my life like I I deserve to have a great life like I deserve to have things in my life that make me happy like I deserve to have people in my life that make me happy and it it doesn't like my life doesn't have to be dictated on the shitty things that happened or the people that weren't in my life you know or that weren't in my life consistently you know yes (laughs) a thousand percent um I just told, I totally agree with everything you just said, Danielle. I almost feel speechless because it's 
It's so true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I also have really good, like hard work ethic, like maybe to a point of perfectionism, which I'm working on, but I, yeah, felt like I have something to prove like, okay, this is how life's going to be. I'm gonna do great things regardless. Like, I'm not going to let this define me. And if I catch myself (laughs) having this define me, we're going to, we're going to do some work around it. Um, yeah, I mean, I do know my dad is more upfront now, like again, in the random moments that he calls, he'll say, it's usually like a same script over and over asks me, how's your mom? How's your grandma? How's D how's Eli? You know, go see that. But he usually goes through a, well, I'm just so proud of you. And I know I didn't have much to do with it. It's all you. And I'm like, you don't have to say it every time, dude. But, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I think he does obviously have some awareness that he wasn't <laughs> a part of my life, um, but still lacks some insight in other things. Like he used to carry my picture around and like show his coworkers like, Oh, this is my daughter. And he like tried to stage. Oh my God, Danielle, this is the funniest story. He, tried, <laughs> oh, man. he came to visit once one, he was late visiting. So there that started Two, he was with a buddy of his, they had gone hunting and he wanted me to take a picture with this dead Turkey. I was like, maybe 12. He wanted okay. me to hold it and take a picture because he wanted to like have a picture to like show off to his friends that like so he was staging this photo okay my mom was furious and I was like again 10 12 and I was like I'm not touching that animal like this dead carcass in the back of a truck and so the photo is is me and my dad and then my mom's hand holding (laughs) this dead animal and his friend took it and then he left like those are the visits like it would be all day wait he'd come it would be a very disappointing visit and then he'd leave <laughs> oh man that is so rough oh god, oh, god. what are i mean you don't have to share but any no i mean funnies. i think i think my <laughs> i think the things that are interesting with my father is it's more so that i think we just definitely have a i mean I know he's my father. You know what I mean? It's one of those mm-hmm. things where like he also has the weird communication things that I have sometimes. So I, I know it. Like I, I feel it. I see it. Like I know. And I mean, I think we have a lot of those random um, text messages where he'll like say different things to me where I'm like, wait, where is this even coming from? Like what's happening here? Like, and he'll, you know, it's a lot. He'll like send me like different metaphors and like different things like that. And like, obviously I get that in certain ways, but it's kind of like, wait, but who are you talking to right now? Like, what are, what are, like, what's happening here? Like we, we kind of have these conversations sometimes where it seems like, um, we know each other, but we don't. And I think that's, that's the hardest part about all of it. And I'm sure for the both of us is like, unfortunately we're at a, a part of our lives where we don't really know our fathers and, and we don't know them and they don't really know us. So it's very difficult to kind of like ride that weird line of kind of like, oh my gosh, let's bond. Let's have this, let's have this kiki and let's do all these things. But it's like, oh my gosh, you're kind of like a big stranger to me. And like, I yeah. don't really know how to do that. Yes, <laughs> like- it, it is like a big stranger. It's kind of awkward. Um, Again, 
I mean, and to put in perspective, I haven't seen my dad in person in over five years. Um, because I mean, as an adult, like I've finally felt like, okay, I can kind of take accountability. Like I'm not going to, you know, put extra effort in there to, to maybe be let down. Um, but because of that, I mean, people are usually surprised to hear that my dad's never met my son and Eli is five and a half (laughs) and he has, he's seen pictures because I sent them to him. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just really weird when he called again recently after like months of a hiatus, he, he, I put him on speakerphone and I'm like, oh, I've never even talked about him to Mm -hmm. Eli. And I was like, oh, this is grandpa Brian. Uh, But, and Eli just kind of looked at me. He's like, hi, grandpa Brian. Uh, (laughs) But like, he has so many grandpa figures, right? Right. Like he's with again, blended families. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, I also feel like I can't really get away from my dad as much as I want because it's actually very eerily scary that we look alike. from the nose up, like it's him. Like I look like him. So it's almost every time I look in the mirror, it's like, well, (laughs) you're part of me. Uh, And so that, that is, it's scary uh, in a way almost. I'm like, oh, but yeah, I mean, growing up legally, I had a hyphenated name. Like it was my mom's and his last name. So when I got married and had just the Scott, it was so great because Mm -hmm hyphenated names with apostrophes just made so many things difficult. Uh, yeah <laughs> can't can't get away but I'm just I'm trying to envision my dad texting me metaphors oh, yeah. Really funny. <laughs> yeah I mean yeah we're we're a, we're a weird duo my father and I like we just definitely like I mean I don't know all? yeah we uh I mean I think more of my text messages to him are definitely just regular conversation but not even regular conversation it's kind of like uh like oh yeah this is what I'm doing blah 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 and then it's kind of like a okay and then it goes for a long time and then unfortunately we have like weird kind of blowouts here and there where it's like but you don't even know you don't even know what I do you don't even know what I like you don't even know <laughs> you know like some of those situations oh, where it's just yeah. kind of like what <laughs> Christmas gifts um <laughs> My dad loves fishing, so I would get fishing things. Um, yeah, just wild. Oh, sorry, my battery on my laptop might die. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're hanging in there, guys. We're yes, hanging in there. Exactly. I mean, see, we said this was going to be an interesting conversation. It's got a little ups, got a little downs. We're we're rounding the bend right now. <laughs> we are riding it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I don't know. I think, I think overall, I think it's, I don't even know what I want to say about it. I mean, I think overall, I'm so grateful, like I said, for the people that I have in my life, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for how far I've come, like in so many ways. And I think that is, it's kind of one of those things too, where it's, 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 it's like weird to say, but it's kind of like, like we said, like we're here also because of the crazy and mess up things that have happened with our dads, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like at the same time, it's also that weird kind of like, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say that, but it's kind of like that weird way where it's like, 
you know, they also have given us the strength because they weren't around and like, because they weren't, you know, like you don't want to give that to them, but it's also at the same time. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, maybe you don't think the same way about it, about that part, but I don't know. It's weird. No, I, I agree. It definitely, it's shown me like, yeah, resiliency, how strong I am, but it also has given me, okay, here I have an example of how I don't want a father figure to show up in my marriage and in our parenting. Right. So, but that also is really hard because my only example of parenting and my only experience is the mom does everything and every, everything and anything. And your kid is your world. And like, of course, like Eli is my world, but I am almost like living in a sense that okay, I'm mirroring exactly how my mom did it when it was just her. Whereas it's like, oh, wait, like I also have a relationship to take care of and to cultivate and to put time and attention to. And that is hard. It's hard to, okay, wait, take a step back. Like, yes, this is what I'm used to. And our relationship is different. Like I am in a two, I am in a two person home. And I know uh, D himself has said like, like that's really an important value to him. Like we want to raise Eli in a two-person family, two-person uh, or a two-parent household. Two not person, two, just two people. Two person, just two of two us. people. Just like some random people, just like watching Eli. You know, just two people. <laughs> just want just random two people. Just like just anyway. Sorry. Yeah, anyone off anyone off the street. <laughs> a two-parent household. Just because, I mean, I think we both are very well accomplished and I think we both turned out fine and again everything that we've been through has made us stronger and yet like that was something we're like and we can also see like the we can see the pros and cons of of single parenthood and just maybe what that does but I I do agree it is like uh a catch-22 being grateful for some hardships Mm -hmm. um And it just, yeah, it definitely helps me value my relationship now. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's just, I think it's that in general is like an interesting take to take into relationships because you do as much as you don't want to, like you mirror what you live, you know what I mean? So you mirror, like we live, we lived the single child household. So like we, we mirrored that in just different ways that we live our lives, like different ways that we're like, okay, we're, we're independent women doing this, you know? So it, it also, ha- you have to create that vulnerability with another person because, yeah. you know, you watch your mother just kind of like do it herself and just kind of like, Hey, you know, like, this is how my life is like, all right, that's going to happen. Sure. Like it's not going to happen, whatever, you know? <laughs> and I mean, I think that's definitely how I live my life, you know? And I think it's knowing that like, it's okay for me to rely on other people and it's okay for me to fall onto other people sometimes. And I think that is something that from being in a single parent household, I didn't really realize sometimes, you know, because my mom was very like, Oh, she's going to do it or something. I mean, she had her sister and a brother, but I mean, she's very like, I'm going to do it by myself. Like I can get this done. Like this is how my life is going to be. And I do take on some of that sometimes. And like, it's good to kind of have that like reflection moment to be like, Hey, you know, 
like you can fall on other people it's okay <laughs> like it's yeah. all right you don't have to do life by yourself <laughs> like <laughs> don't have to do life by yourself mm-hmm. i love that oh I, I i mean i i still have yet to and maybe you've seen something in the media that like represents like the relationship you have with your dad I still don't know if I've seen it yet I've seen right either a present dad or an absent dad or really nothing in between or like a a a physically or an emotionally abusive um dad but I haven't ever really seen how my dad showed up depicted um which I think is is interesting but I I really just hope that us sharing even like the tiniest bit of our stories maybe someone else will resonate and want to share too. Cause yeah, I was really nervous coming, coming into this yeah. recording and look at us. We, I know. We're yeah, big we're, kids now. We were, yeah. We were, we were, we were having some squirmy moments about it. You know, we were like, I the laptop we, even got over, over <laughs> nervous. I think. I know. I think it was one of those things. Like we were like super excited. We came in hot and we're like, Oh my God, we're going to talk about these issues. We're going to go in and we're like, Oh man. Okay. This is, this is, this might be intense. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel it, it might be intense, might be vulnerable. I was kind of nervous. I'm like, fuck, am I going to cry? Like, yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, okay, Danielle, keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> but it's okay if you're not together yeah Um, yeah exactly but I mean you know and this doesn't define our life exactly these these people (laughs) don't define our lives we do we do strong independent women and I mean also like we said like we we don't know we don't know the full stories of our father's side you know so that's, that's their, that's their life. You know, that's, we're, we're all living in this life and we're very thankful. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that my father is still out there, even though he's not with me, you know, like he's still walking his path in the life that he's living. So it, you know, it, it is what, I don't want to say it is what it is, but it is what it is. You know, like these are the cards Mm -hmm. we were dealt and this is, this is how we're living our truths. And I mean, this is real life. This is real talk shit right here you know like real talk shit yeah <laughs> sitting here talking about daddy issues I mean <laughs> ugh, like, I'm sweating <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah I mean <sighs> we're making it through <laughs> we're we're making it through and I mean yeah this is I mean this is what we said the podcast was gonna be about like some funny ha-has which I mean we even in this in this episode have laughed a lot which is mm-hmm. funny Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just us too. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. make, make light out of a situation or exactly. as my old, uh, uh, boss at work said, who's also, who's a therapist. She would, she, anytime I would laugh, she'd be like, Oh, there goes Abby laughing to avoid uncomfortable emotions again. I'm like, ah, I mean, that's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, but we're working of, on it we're working the, on ourselves we're, the amount of times that people have been like oh she's laughing again and I'm like okay like what do you want me to do here like I'm like freaking out <laughs> like, just, I just want to go <laughs> I'm just like ah. <laughs> just, oh this I'm is either, this I'm, is real life if 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 real life is anything this yeah is it's, it. it's, 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 real life is messy mm-hmm. and weird and wonky and uh, 
and uncomfortable oh, conversations sound uncomfortable conversations about parents <laughs> like, it happens <laughs> we yeah we can be grateful for the lessons we taught and also at the same time be like you know that was not okay yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we can like, hold both dual emotions are hard exactly and we're here and and i mean today we can sit and talk on a podcast about it but maybe in a week we're like oh like we're not gonna talk about that type of stuff i will say i never imagined i'd be able to just like openly share like with more than just like maybe one person i mean granted it does feel like i'm just sharing with you but (laughs) but i know more people are gonna listen and yeah i just think let's let's give the people what they want Mm -hmm. raw vulnerability here we go yeah I mean I definitely think so too I mean I think in general like I feel like most of my friendships that I have like people don't really even think about my dad like ever because I just like never say anything about it so I can I can know I mean as I was talking I was like oh man I'm sure this is like people are gonna be like whoa like this came out of nowhere you know so oh yeah all all my friends know mama Paula right like they know Mm -hmm. my mom she's been there she walked me down the aisle Mm -hmm. um that that was a weird it it wasn't weird I knew it like it it wasn't a weird decision um like because I always knew that that my mom would walk me down um but I mean, my dad did come to my wedding and then left early, like yeah. he does for everything. But it, I mean, he, it wasn't that he was like advocating to, to walk me down either. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it, I think it was just this kind of common understanding uh, that, I mean, my mom, my mom did the hard work, so yeah. <laughs> she gets to give me away. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously I'm not married, but I've, I've thought about that. And I've thought about that as well, where I've been like, okay, like the day that I get married here, like, so what, what do I, what do I do here? Like, is it like, obviously I wouldn't think that my dad walked me down the aisle, but it is again, that like guilt yeah. factor kind of like, oh man. Okay. Like, do you think he would expect that? I really don't know. I mean, these are, these are the contemplations that you wouldn't think to have, right? Yeah. I mean, part of me thinks yes, because just the way that when he talks to me about things, like, I think he, it's sad as it is. I think he just thinks we're a lot closer than we really are. Like, I think he tries to be a certain way with it. And I don't think, I don't know if it's that he thinks that, or he wants that or what, I don't know. So I don't, I don't know I don't think he would think that but I also think it would be like I feel like he he's the type of person that his feelings would be kind of hurt you know and wow. which is odd but like I think he'd be like oh okay <laughs> like it sounds good hmm. even though it would why would I don't know you know what right. I mean like but again th- everyone has their own different feelings and thoughts about things you know what I mean so well, and and even how similar our stories are like around this topic like even just that is different like Mm because like I said my dad didn't even question right like he didn't he he didn't even help pay for anything like again that's how separate it really was but yeah even though we have a lot of similarities in the the dad department Mm -hmm. like it is fascinating to me because I'm trying to envision right like my dad sending texts or my dad being like really advocating wanting to be a part of Mm -hmm. this that or the other and I just can't envision it um well my dad is also a lot of 
he's a lot of words you know what I mean like a lot of words maybe sometimes not a lot of action so I think it's more so like that aspect of it so it's not necessarily that maybe I think he means it but I just don't necessarily know sometimes I don't know I don't know if he really I don't know it. how do you define this is again you can't define it no. like everyone's experience with families are different mm-hmm. so it's like I mean I think you know I think it is one of those things where like he wants at times to be in my life but I think at other times he's kind of like well she hasn't been in my life so it's like she's there you know what I mean like but like when it's time to have like oh my gosh I have a daughter you know like I think he has those moments so that's where I think I think for him a moment of me being married would be or like me getting married would be a moment where he would be like oh well but I'm your dad you know what I mean like those like specific moments expectations yeah, yeah where it's kind of like okay well you're graduating like I'm your dad I'm gonna be you know like things like that but like those other little in between things like the things that really shape my life like not necessarily those big huge moments but those little like everyday kind of like hey you know like this is how Danielle deals and doesn't deal like those are the moments where I think he doesn't think about those moments you know what I mean so like when I say to him certain things like hey do you even know where I work or like who my friends are or like anything like that like he wouldn't think about that part because he's just kind of like hey Danielle I want to talk to you and it's like but what do you want to talk to me about you know like what is (laughs) what about my life not just like oh I have a daughter let's talk to her now you know like kind of stuff like that yeah oh yeah I mean we share we share very similar stories but like you said we have very different uh communication styles I guess yeah yeah everyone's story is different and yeah I would not pick anybody else (laughs) to share (laughs) this awkward (laughs) nervous tummy but then ultimately it does feel good to kind of get it off my chest it's Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah it, it takes a little weight off my shoulders to be honest I know. Well, I also think it's one of those things too, where it's like, as much as I think for me, as much as sometimes I didn't want my dad to be a part of my story, like it's also my story. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you can't really not talk about it. You can't really not say anything about it. You can't really not bring it up because that is your story. That is a part of you. You know what I mean? And that's, like I said earlier, that's our dads are what made us, us, you know, in certain ways too. So it's kind of like, if you don't talk about that or if you don't like bring up some of that uncomfortableness then you're also not being you you know what I mean and like like you said just talking to one person about it or anything like it just you can't you're not being like I hate the you're not being your true authentic sale but I mean like you know what I mean yeah. like you're not in that way as well you know so it is it is very freeing in that sense to be able to be like all right well here's my here's my life yeah <laughs> Here's my, here's a part of my life, not all of it, but it is still there. <laughs> exactly. It's, this is the pieces that you get. Pieces of me. Ashley Simpson on iTunes. No, Loved <laughs> that album. Oh my gosh. I've been listening to uh, summer hits 90, 90s and 2000s. And it has like on Spotify, oh. shameless plug, yeah. uh, <laughs> that it just has some of like the old school like songs that I forgot about and I'm like yes this this is what we're talking about um 
yeah, I mean, I feel good, Danielle. How do you feel? I, 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 I feel good. I, I just... <laughs> Okay, that was like a loaded question, even though it's not like, I feel good about it. I feel good. I feel good. Uh, I'm sure more to come. Hell, there might be a part two. Who right. freaking knows? Know. If anyone um, wants to sit on this podcast with us and talk about daddy issues or anything, like, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hopefully someone resonates with this and let us know if you do or, I mean, if this was just great, maybe... I mean, honestly, we might have a lot of friends who are really close to us, but don't know even half of what we shared. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, we're just, just, we're out there guys. We're out there. <laughs> we're out there <laughs> making waves right. podcast world. Ah, exactly. um, and then, I mean, right. To close out the show, this Instagram versus reality. I mean, I liked what you had said, Danielle. Um, yeah. I mean, I think um, it was really just kind of like, don't judge a book by its cover, you know? Like, I mean, life is a, life is a crapshoot, you know? Like, don't, <laughs> like, uh, everyone's going through things, you know what I mean? Like, everyone's going through things. Everyone's has things um, that they think about. Um, everyone grew up differently. So, like, don't think just because on the surface, you might know that person, like you don't know maybe how they grew up or how their life, it really is in the moment, unless you like talk to them about it or unless you ask them. And um, I just think like overall, you know, like, like Abby said, like, you know, there might be some of our friends or people that we know that haven't really heard us like share some of the stuff or haven't really heard us be vulnerable about this topic. And, you know, that's again, don't judge a book by its cover, you know, like just because- yeah. We're everyone happy. has a story yeah like just because everyone's happy-go-lucky or knows whatever like there's stuff underneath and that's what makes us unique and that's what makes us yeah great you know and although to be fair do you think uh can you imagine we would have been at the bar in Ames or in Des Moines or Chicago and been like yo I just got to get this off my chest and then just gone straight into this podcast oh damn I don't <laughs> even know like I don't even know I mean, like, and on that note, (laughs) (laughs) oh boy. So hopefully you learned something new about me and Danielle today um, and share if you want to maybe share something in your story. Yeah. And I mean, um, best way to share or just to talk to us is to follow us on Instagram at real life pod ad um or yeah hashtag real life thought id um and then like and subscribe we're on spotify you know and we're also on apple podcasts everything's but apple podcasts are a little delayed but we're on spotify and we're also big anchor anchor yeah. supporters so i mean come like join us, come join the fun us. yeah we've we looked at the stats already and like are just amazed and excited of how many people have been listening uh, to our little flagship show. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we cannot wait to just keep going every week. It's, it's yeah. going to be a fun ride. Just come exactly. on and enjoy the ride. Exactly. Her jaw rule, but we can't. Because living it right up. Uh, uh, we'll just like <laughs> sing it, living it up, living it up. What do I do? Oh, and I'm not doing the jaw roll part. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll work on that for next time. And on that note, we're out. (laughs) Bye. Bye.